It's March 5th. It's about 8.30. 2023. Well, the fuck it isn't. What? It's not March. It's May 5th. Not March 15th. <laughs> 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 That's gonna fuck me up. <laughs> Credit. Yeah, we're, we're keeping up. it. We're keeping it. Um, <laughs> it's March 15th. You got the year right at least. A credit for you. <laughs> Do you have a concussion? Yeah, give me the monster. Duncan, you are basically you're not in your own body, and you just watched your own body attack someone fucking and then fucking book it towards one of the fences outside of the set climb up the chain link throw himself over and then disappearing into the city i'll find him <laughs> i was gonna say um i'll get it <clears throat> i can't remember whether or not you actually saw that it's probably not gonna be immediate that alex sees duncan's body but um, what I want to ask you, Michael, is um, do you want Duncan to go first or do you want Luke to go first? Because I will say that both of you saw that. Duncan's definitely going to uh, run towards his own body as uh, Luke is going to be running towards the person who got clobbered. Okay. So for Luke, it's going to be pretty easy to tell. She doesn't look as bad as she could be. Just to be safe, though. Should probably take her somewhere, but we'll get that taken care of in a second. Uh, so, okay, we're at mid-damage control. I don't... So, the, the thing is, I specifically don't remember where I was and what I was doing. Uh, you started putting out the fire and making basically an exit because there was a ring of fire from a broken generator. And then Luke and Duncan in Alicia and Alex's body... Alicia and Alex's magic caused Alex to astral project out of Duncan's body and into the sky. What? <laughs> That's, I forgot he was in yeah, the sky. So, like the last that last damage control session, um, before I remembered, I was gonna say, um, oh, maybe I should just cut that whole thing out. But I don't think anything important happened. And I'm like, why do I feel like something did though? And I was like, oh yeah, Alex is no longer in anybody. <laughs> He's in the sky. Then going in the order of what we had before, uh, Luke, yes. you had wanted to check on um, essentially uh, Yvonne and Margaret, and I'm going to say what happens is there's a pass-off where uh, Yvonne entrusts that you'll be able to get her to, uh, and there's a general like onset clinic. The only problem with the onset clinic, though, is uh, no medics. Um, so we'll figure that out in a little bit. So at the speed that Duncan's body is going, you're going to lose sight of him. But I'm going to have you roll anyways to see how um, how much distance you manage to cover. What kind of roll is this? Uh, cool. Using Alex's cool. Okay. This is well as fuck. I do not have a good. I do not have a good cool. My cool is zero. But you did average. I got a mixed success at an eight. Um. Okay, Duncan. Mm -hmm. You can see your body. You you lose sight of it at some point. Um. It kind of uh, it jumps over buses. Kind of clears a couple cars. It's moving much faster than yeah you. You didn't realize that your body was capable of moving, and it's also making these terrible. Bidding noises, like a couple of cats fighting. But at some point, it disappears around a corner, kind of hunched over. And uh, Andre, you're doing sneezing. Oh. Okay, that sucks. Um, you're gonna turn that corner, and he's gonna be gone. But um, there's gonna be something else. Alex, you, I left you outside of a random studio apartment, I believe. Yes. You get up to that door, to that studio apartment. You're pretty sure you can hear sound from behind the door, but it's a little unclear. Can you roll me a plus sharp with your um, own stats? Six again. All right. Uh, and that's I was actually going to ask why I can't just look through the door from actual projecting. 
Yeah, you could probably just go through the door. It's not coming from directly behind the door. It sounds like it's coming down the hall and from one of the closets. Um, so, one, that sound from one of the closets sounds rather frantic. Kind of like a wild animal. Uh, speaking of wild animals, there's a different sound that kind of sounds like a really large wild animal coming around the corner of the building and down the road. That large one is probably our friends. <clears throat> I'm going to follow the big noise. Okay. You Actually, hang on. Okay. Which one is closer? Definitely the sound that's in the closet. It kind of sounds... Actually, no. I'd rather the closet because people can... Um, here's the thing. A lot of people can notice the big animals. Probably not going to disappear so easily. Mm-hmm. But the small one in the closet is a bit different. Mm-hmm. And no one might be in front for a while. Alright, so um, you uh, move over to the closet despite it being locked. Hmm. Roll me plus weird. God fucking damn. At least that's a seven. Okay. Wait. Eight. Alright, I'd say that's enough. You're going to feel a little tired and a little, um, uh, I'm going to say shaken. You've used magic in the past, and usually it has that kind of physical sensation. So having that physical sensation without having a body kind of feels, um, it's a little freaky. Kind of just moves through you like a shiver, and then uh, the door to the closet uh, opens as you put your hand around that doorknob and it turns without you actually moving your spiritual hand. Um, And then uh, someone who is bound with their hands uh, behind their back and their ankles together as they were mid-throwing themselves against the door falls forward onto the floor, uh, looks around. Shane, you can't see me. Yes, no no response, no nothing. They look really, really stuck, though. You did your research. Alex did his research. Yeah. They look strikingly similar to a character from the show. But you don't quite remember who. It definitely isn't one of the co-stars. Mm-hmm. So are they, like, gagged? Yeah, it's claw findings. Uh, she also, they, have a, they also have a bruise on their forehead. She a kazit! Oh, you're a sheer cuisine? Okay, actually, roll me magic. For the, um, fines and such. Yes, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, because you are not physical, everything you do has to be use magic to some degree, other than move through wall. Right. Ten. So, on a ten, the binds around their arms unwrap, uh, and you can hear them kind of spit out uh, the gaga within their mouth, uh, and they cough and just kind of collect themselves and look super confused, and they look around, and they look right through you, and um, as they kind of like get up, and they get to their feet, they go to run for the door, and then they stop, and they think for a second, they're like, I don't actually know where to go, fuck, and I think that's around the same time that there's going to be a different kind is that wild animal that was outside. It looked like it had been kind of like stalking around as it rounded that corner. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it just went quiet. Um, you couldn't hear it anymore. But this uh, this person that's in the room, they take a second to collect themselves and then they go back and they start inspecting the bindings. <laughs> and they look around again. Roll me another use uh, plus weird. Okay, that's 10 on the die. That's a 10 on the die. So 13. Uh, when previously they had looked around and just kind of stared through you, um, they scan their eyes over very slowly. They settle <clears throat> right around the area where you're at. And they're going to do something. You see, they're going to clump up all of the bindings and look kind of confused as they do it and then just overhand softball it in your direction. You put your hand out? Yeah. So you put your hand out, and then it just hovers. It doesn't quite hit your hand. It just hovers where your hand would be. <clears throat> They're just kind of still kneeling on the ground. Huh. Hi? You just, you, you wiggle it? Yeah. 
uh, you, you shake those bindings, uh, and she kind of gets up a little bit, and she says, um, thank you. Can you speak? I can speak, but she can't hear me. She can't hear you. Mm. Throw the thing back at her. <laughs> you toss it back? Yeah. All right, you throw it back. Uh, <laughs> what what is this room? Uh, you are in. It looks like an unfurnished apartment. There's one like I'd say canvas covered couch, but most of everything looks to be packed away. Damn. I was gonna I was gonna see if I could find if I could find like a marker or something. But uh, she she gets up. She says, "Um, I I don't know what this is. Uh, I don't know who you are. If you're a person." Um, but you're probably going to believe me more than everyone else. Um, <clears throat> I am obviously here against my will, but I'm also not myself. And, uh, I, there. I think... Laugh track plays. I think everyone that I work with is in a lot of danger. She's, wow, she, she's two for two. But I also don't know what to do about it. Hey, that's three right there. <laughs> Wait, what's up? I wasn't listening. It's just like the extended format of same. Yeah. I also shot someone very close to me. No, I couldn't relate. You know what? In another life, maybe. Well, later. What's up? Um, how lucky do you feel today, considering everything that's happened? Like, and I'm gonna go ahead and like, say, I like do. Like Willard or me in person? Because me in person is not feeling so lucky today. Okay. Well, um, the two questions that I have are for Willard. The okay. first one is, do you swap immediately as soon as you find out about the uh, object? Like back to back to my body. Yes. Yes. Okay. So who had the artifact? Do you remember, Cody? It was either Doug or Evan. Wait, no. I was going to say, it was handed off. I don't remember who it was handed off to. I think it may have been from Margaret's body to to Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. Which Duncan ran away. Duncan ran off. Duncan's getting his ass kicked. So, the swap can't happen yet. That's what I was confirming. Uh, (laughs) Knowing that. (laughs) I'm I'm finding the little pecker head. I will kill him. Knowing that, knowing that. Does Willard feel today? Not really. I want my body back. If that's what, what you're asking. You want your body back. That's not what I'm asking. Okay. Um, and you know what? We could do a flat luck roll. Roll on the paper if you could. Four. Four. Alright. Not um, great. Not great. I hate it here. Uh well you're definitely not gonna be able to find Duncan. Unfortunately. Fortunately you know that someone is already going off to find them. So, should be okay enough. And, how do I put this? You don't. We're going to do another different type of roll. Because uh, I love doing the odds and evens. Because I have two things that could happen. Uh, and then, odds or evens. Odds. Okay, alright. So, in a scenario where you could... See something mundane and strange, but potentially dangerous, or you could see your father. What would you prefer? Not my dad. Okay, all right. So odds you don't see your dad. Even. It's even. It's also a ten on the die. Um, what method would Willard use uh, to track someone down if it wasn't immediately go after them? I don't know. Okay. Well, he likes to brute force his way through a lot of shit. He does like to brute force his way through a lot of things. I'm gonna his say, body's very good at that. I'm going to say, okay, then let's uh, think of this in terms of um, physiology. Um, <sighs> because you see Alex take off after Duncan's body. Um, you, you're pretty sure Duncan has a thing. It's pretty easy to uh, tell that there was a pass-off of something. Stands to reason that it would be one of those artifacts. That's good enough for Willard. That's not the thing that stops you from going after him, though. Because you go to take that step, and in the same direction that you saw Duncan climb that chain link fence and throw himself over on the other side of that fence, there's a figure 
behind one of the corners of the buildings that stands oh. imperceptibly still to the point where no one else can see him uh, unless they were looking directly at him. And it just so happens that this imperceptibly like tall figure is pointed directly at you so you would see him. Uh, most of his body is obscured. Um, how tall was your father? He was pretty tall. Like, he was a couple inches taller than Willard. He's fucking big. We're getting up there in the height. But I think it's your body that stops before your brain registers what you're looking at. What's your first reaction after you get control of your limbs again? Because your feet had, like, just kind of, like, solid in place just stood there. Well, I'm not in my body, right? No, you're in Maher's body. I hate you. I want my body back. However, now is not the time or the place. I don't want it. I don't want it back yet. You don't want it back yet. Okay. All right. Now, upon seeing Dave, Dad scares me. So I'm gonna just keep going, pretend like he's not there. Okay. Probably gonna come back and bite me in the ass. So, are you going to continue in the direction that Duncan went? Yes. Okay, are you going to try and hop that chain link fence? Because I will need you to roll then. Yes. You're going to have to roll with Maher's uh, stats. What is uh, it plus? Well, this is jumping a chain link fence, so plus cool. Hell yeah, he's good at that. Yeah. That was a two on that, so that's an eight. So that's an 11. Okay. So yeah, you do kind of get that toe hold in uh, at the same time as, you know, you link with your other hand to um, just pull yourself over. Nothing's going to stop Willard from getting the body. That being said, most of your body feels very cold. And you know... Dad's going to kick my ass. You know when you walk past that your body feels cold because of the immense amount of heat that uh, you run past. Uh, And I feel like you run past it and you don't even want to acknowledge that he's in your periphery. Um, And you know that he's gone the second that you turn that periphery away from him because that heat disappears almost immediately. If you were to turn around, you would see that he is completely gone. That being said, that energy, that pressure, I'll say Mm. that that je ne sais quoi, that that was real. That was Italian. (laughs) That was him. You don't have to describe a lot of what your uh, father looks like. I would like to know hair color, and does he also wear suits? Uh, he does. So he definitely wears suits. Does he wear better suits than you? Yes, probably. Most definitely. I'd like to imagine there are suits that you buy and then are um, fitted to you, and then there are (coughs) suits that are made for you. And that's the level of, like, difference here. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, his hair, I imagine, it'd probably be black, going a little bit gray at this time. Okay, alright. And he's got a, he's got a bit of a powerful stance to him. I can't help but think that this is similar to, um, just like, hands in the pockets this time, I think. As he just kind of just, he just kind of waits there behind that corner. And, yeah, it is as you run past him, you can also tell that, um, he doesn't, he doesn't move at all. But you can feel his breath, you can feel the blood moving under his skin. Yeah. Um, and you continue on behind Alex's body, uh, who is also quite definitely, uh, booking it. Roll with disadvantage. A, um, a How does disadvantage work in this? Disadvantage is you roll three and you take the two lower. Four. Okay. Um, Maher, you might be dead. <laughs> you, Oopsie. Fortunately enough. Um, Daddy decided um, to spare me today. Maher can mark experience. Ah, um, uh, sweet. I got you the experience, though. <laughs> you're going to get very long. Um, extremely lost. There are, all of a sudden, Willard has very honed senses. 
and um, it comes from a sort of mental clarity and fortitude that was hard earned, um, though it may not be worth it. That's uh, to relate to the song. So when you have that focus, yeah. and then you see the vision of your father and you move past it, it's all of a sudden that it slaps you that the cars are too loud. It's too bright. You had a clear vision of where Duncan or whatever is going on with Duncan right now, wherever he was going, and then he vaulted over a car, and then not only did you lose sight of Duncan, you lost sight of Alex, you lost sight of the building that you went around that had your father taking behind it. Um, you don't remember which street you went on when you went to the set, and you can't see the set from here. In fact, um, you don't know what part of Hollywood you're in right now. It feels a little bit more remote than anywhere else. That being said, uh, the best thing you could probably do right now is get yourself somewhere quiet because holy shit, you have also put yourself in the middle of a busy road. No cars have hit you yet, um, but they Lock are going to be sore. Very... Watch this. Where's the nearest semi? Oh, God. You didn't isekai yourself? Sorry, Maher, you're getting isekai. I'm stealing your body. Plus side is you get Willie's body. Why? He's gonna get sent to a D&D game. Okay. Um, Alex, you had just heard uh, a couple of important facts, which is this is most definitely someone that was on the set of All My Sutures. Yeah. Um, they, from the looks of their hands, they have been bound for quite a while. Um, and they are no longer bound, and they know that something is there. Unfortunately, you also know you can't speak to them right now. I'll find a way. Are there, wait. Is there a fridge? There is. Are there condiments? Uh, oh, it's an old apartment. Whoa. <laughs> I just gotta look for some, not even condiments. Just something that can smear. Something that can smear. I mean, you always got that on. What am I rolling for? Shit yourself. Try mm. I got a six because I ain't got a fruit factor. <laughs> but I have a button. Give me a seven. Can't wait to smear mayonnaise on the wall and go, what's good? I'm going to say, you know those tubes of stick glue that dry clear? Yeah. You, you got one of those. Uh, it looks like it's about half used. It'll last you... However long it usually takes to dry, so you can make out like maybe like <coughs> it take four or five words at a time. Alright, there's sleep. no paper. There's a wall. There is a wall. Something to note is you are now carrying something that is floating, so they will be able to watch it with their own eyes. Like, oh, are you okay? You trying to write? Who are you? Who am I? Uh. So she, she looks over the words and she says, um, uh, okay, so this is, a, this is a hard question to answer, but you are literally invisible or a ghost, so I think you'll understand. Um, my name is Kit Hampton. Um, I am the co-star on a, uh, a medical drama that's running, I, I think, like about 100 feet away from here in a set that I've been on for what feels like decades now, um, and I believe I'm in someone else's body. Does that make sense? I know you're a ghost, but does that make sense? I was too. Okay. Now, I a spirit. <laughs> now, you a spirit. I want to make sure that doesn't happen to me. I don't know how to do that, though, because I'm pretty sure if... If she finds out that I'm out, she might come back and actually kill me. Friend in my body. Uh. Friend in me. She looks at she looks at like the area where the um. <clears throat> I was gonna say the chapstick. Uh, the area where the glue stick is, and she says, "Okay, enemy in my body." <laughs> I think. I don't know why I'm also talking like this. Um, 
I think I wish I had a pen, but I didn't really get anything included in here. Sad face. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Um. Oh God, I don't think I've eaten in several days. Who? Okay. All right. I'll be okay. Um. So, how did you get here? <clears throat> what happened? Who are you? Alex. Okay. Here by accident. Here by accident. Friend in your body. You're not in your friend's body? Something took that body. Oh no. Friend is vampire. Slick narrows her eyes. Body is vampire. Is that because of everything that's going on? No. Or is that relevant? Possibly. Why? No control may feed. Okay. Uh, she looks outside. Says, okay. Alright, it's still daylight. I was going to be honest, I don't know anything about vampires. I didn't think ghosts were real. Well, I, I thought they were real. Not ghosts. I alive. Okay, didn't die. Doesn't have a body, though. You know? What's Edward it? probably would have loved to hear about this. Who, Edward? Um, he's the executive producer for the show right now. He was a previous oh. director um, for a bunch of different seasons that, uh, you know, they, they got some ratings, but critically, he wasn't really well-liked. Um, uh, a lot of fans disliked him. So, you know, this last season, I think they wanted to you know, bring back the old director and, and make things fun again. And, you know, he just, he likes gimmicks. And I can't say it, but I hated Wait. all of them. Who in your body? Uh, that's a really good question. Because I was going to say the person whose body I'm in, which would be Annalise. But it's been... Based on hunger alone, that's probably not going to be very good. But it's been like two, two and a half days. I, 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 I would think, I would think it's um, one of the other actors on set. They're, um, they, 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 they were fine enough. Uh, I, I, I got along with um, uh, her name is Annalise Adler. There was a, a bit of a, a bit of a tip, and I don't know how it happened. But Annalise had a gun, and then all of a sudden, I had a gun, and I almost shot myself, and then Mara got in the way, I guess because technically I was getting shot, and then I sh shot my best friend, and then I got knocked out. Uh, that's, that's what I got. I'm pretty Weird sure egg made switch. Weird egg made switch. I don't know what that means. I broke device, switched bodies. I'm gonna say you got about ten more words before your blue stick runs out. Uh, okay. Well, can we get to the rest of your friends? I know I was trying with the closet door, uh, and you managed to open it. I'm pretty sure the rest of the doors in this apartment. The locks are broken. And true enough, like, you can see something that's, like, um, within where you do the turn lock. Uh, that turn lock is snapped off. Uh, and she, like, tries to fiddle a bit with her hands, and she says, yeah, it's been, it's been locked from the outside, technically. Um, but it's, uh, I'm unable to turn the dial for it. I, I've never really been good with these things. I tend to break props on stuff all the time. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to attempt to magic it open. Okay. There's been a many a moo, and the last time I did this, I ended up having the door blown off its hinges. Mm -hmm. That was the very beginning of your first game. It's the very beginning. Oh, that's a 13. That is a 13. Oh. Uh, how, how would you like to do this? I'm just going to open what won't click all the way. Okay. So um, you essentially just turn that mechanism. The door itself unlocks and um, opens. Kit, yeah, Kit is able to turn that door handle and open it and just look outside and be like, "Oh wow, it 
really didn't put anything else outside of this door. Yes, I'm not against it, but not because I don't want to waste wood. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> she nods back at the glue stick, um, and then she, uh, she says, okay, we should be able to get back on set if I can just hail a taxi or find a telephone and call the hospital that, or the, the, the clinic that Mora is being kept at. All I have to do, and then she takes a step forward, and her eyes just kind of roll back, uh, and she collapses forward from exhaustion. <laughs> And she hits the sidewalk. Hmm. <laughs> you just try to tap her. Just keeps hitting her in the head with the glue stick. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a little bit of that. For that's a all. He, that's all you can do for now. That's fair. Um. Okay. So. Uh, who wants to take up the mantle right now, Luke or Duncan? Let's see. Which one do you want to play right now? My mind immediately went to Luke, but I'm like, but Duncan makes more sense. <laughs> it's up to you. That's why there was hesitation. And I thought I'll go with Luke for right now. Okay, alright. So you've been handed um, Margaret, who is actually like kind of up and standing a little bit, um, uh, although she is a little uh, shaken. But you guys uh, make your way over to a small uh, clinic area to just kind of sit down. And she just rubs her leg a little bit. It doesn't, from what you can tell, it doesn't look like she has anything that's broken. She she just kind of thinks for a second. She says, you know, it's kind of weird. I haven't ever had a situation where I couldn't call Dr. Robinson. Yeah, that's troublesome. Yeah. Out of all the times that we need her the most. I might be able to, uh, she says, uh, got your phone on you? Pretty sure I believe Lee's phone. Okay. She she takes it and she says, uh, "What do you resolve with Glenn?" Right now, right now I was aging. Oh. What was it? Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. What year is it? Twenty fourteen. Um. Nineteen ninety five. There you go. Okay. Um. So she uh. She tries once. Doesn't work. Tries twice, it goes through. And uh, she goes to call somebody. Um, and after a second, uh, she uh, puts her phone down and she says, uh, uh, somebody else is going to come by. Should be able to keep things under wraps for the most part. Um, but uh, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to avoid going to a hospital this time. Uh, Duncan. When do we start speaking Simish? Yeah. So when you um when <laughs> when, <laughs> when you lose sight of your body, you see something. Pretty sure it's one of the Coast Guards. Where did where did where did Duncan go specifically when he was on set? Did he ever go towards the art department at all? I don't think so. Okay, all right. So you don't have this context. It's one of the Coast Guards. They are walking aimlessly around the public park. You can tell um, based on looking at them and looking through the case file that this was. I, I put those quotation marks up there. This was the person that shot the other Coast Guard. Um, they seem to be walking in a bit of a daze. Can't hear Duncan anymore. You had been able to hear those heavy, fast footsteps and a little bit of that snarl for a while, and then it just stopped. But, yeah, that's what you've got. Um, like I mentioned with Alex, uh, there, you know, Kit Hampton, uh, currently in the body of one Annalise Adler, is collapsed abandoned apartment. Uh, you were tapping her with that glow stick, and she was not getting back up. That's it. Um, it's going up the nose slowly. You don't wake up. It looks nearby, anyway. It looks like the edges of a public park. I need to get her a cup of water. cup of water's a great idea. I won't make you roll for that. 
I'll, I'll say you find some. Uh, there might even be a vending machine around and your magic. Ooh, I can, Ooh. I can do that I thing can, no one's allowed to do. I can magically tilt it. I've got a sack of reach in. Oh yeah, you can just reach in. Break the magician code of ethics rule number one. Don't mess with vending machines. It's we okay. know every single magician wants to. It's okay. I'll get them a drink and a snacky from the vending machine. And with a cup of water, I'm going to splash them so they wake up. Okay. So you get a water bottle, an orange juice, mm -hmm. and some uh, peanut mm -hmm. M&Ms. Look, she's too heavy for me to move around, so... That's fair. Uh, you splash the water on her. Um, and I'll say that that wakes her up for a second. Uh, and then uh, there's there's just orange juice right next to her. She's uh, oh, whoa. Oh, you're... You're not a dream. And yeah, because I'm just holding the water. You're very resourceful. Um, and she's just going to immediately, as fast as she can, get that orange juice down. I'll say she coughs a little bit and then just kind of sits up uh, and just looks around and says, oh, I didn't make it very far. And she's like, oh, fuck my fucking head. She took the gun from me and hit me with it. Can you believe that? Just shoving peanut M&M's in her mouth. Being invisible is great, because she has no idea if I'm listening to her. I just... <laughs> she looked... She, she can only look in the direction that the stuff was floating yeah, in. Yeah, whether or not I'm actually looking at her is up in the air. Um... I am. I'm just saying. If I wanted to ignore uh, the skill, it's rather easy. She's talking past the peanut M&M's, and she says, Well, I, I... I should probably see Mara, but if I go and see her... Police might get upset again. Though she isn't pressing charges. Though she's only pressing, she's only not pressing charges because she, she thinks it was an accident, and it technically was. But also, I did technically shoot her because I was trying to shoot somebody else, which was myself. It's been a long couple of days. Um, I, man, it would be nice if you were able to just actually speak. And I'm sorry that you can't. She just finishes off the peanut M&M. Okay, all right. Uh, she hands you the, um, I'm going to say the the orange juice bottle, I think. She says, uh, I need to get back on set. Which direction did you, because I'm going to assume you were there, which direction did you come from? Did I go left? I'm so left. You can point in the general direction. Oh, yeah. Okay, alright. So, I'm just gonna follow the direction the cap goes, and we're gonna navigate our way back. <clears throat> this is possibly the weirdest thing I've ever done, but I'm also not in my own body. If you see anything weird, just give the, the, the juice bottle a little shake, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. Then there's a, then you, you nod the juice bottle, and then you um, we're gonna roll plus sharp for the memory of navigating back on set. Nine. Not bad. Not bad. You're able to move in the general direction. Unfortunately, that's really all you see. You don't run into Duncan's body. Um, don't run into anyone you recognize. Oh, you pretty sure you see Alex's dad? <laughs> My dad? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, what am I? What's he doing here? I was gonna say. Hey, Dad. I was gonna say Willard's dad, but. Uh, hey, Dad, fix fix this. I know you can't. Um. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip over that. You make your way back to set. Uh, with uh, Kit, Hampton, and Tells. Um. Um. It's a giant mess. Uh, you guys make your way through the, the security fence, which actually, like... That bitch has a pen. Yeah? I'm, I'm taking it. Okay, alright. You're gonna, you're gonna uh, run in and take it from the, um, the security guard post. You might even be able to take a pad of paper. This will work. Uh, you have that. Uh, which, it, you know, uh, he considers to be a good idea. Because you can also just point the, the pen. pencil. So she says, yeah, pencil. I can probably lead us from here. Where are your friends? I don't know. Okay. Most where, likely fixing a problem that, that was started. Where was the problem? 
unknown. Okay. So the first place that you guys go is the trailers. Um, specifically because Kit says you mentioned you mentioned an egg. What did it look like? Instead of drawing it, he is going to just write down what it looked like. Because um, drawing it is difficult. Okay. So Wait, what did be difficult? One moment, I have something I have to Oh, that sounds like a roll. Let's check. Eight. Um, so you draw that egg-looking thing, and it, and like, it really does look egg. Um... <laughs> But it's it's got little. Um, I'm not sure what she it. was expecting. She looks at it. She's like, this might be what I'm thinking about. Um, although it also kind of just looks like a Fabergé egg. It was mechanical. When I got when I got knocked out, there was something on the ground. Um, at uh, in in in, Mar- in Mars trailer, I should be able to go back to her trailer and see if it's still there. That's what switched our bodies. That's probably what switched my body, too. We um, found two of them. Two? Oh. Means there could be more. Let's go check. Okay. You guys make your way over to the trailers. It is a disaster house. Mm. Um, there is uh, uh, something amongst the wreckage. How, uh, you know, Alex is used to seeing weird things. Yeah. So, uh, it looks like a six-foot-tall person wearing a large <clears throat> pink bunny suit. What the fuck? He's gonna, like, fly over. <laughs> they're searching, uh, they're searching amongst the, uh, the wreckage. God. And it looks like they're collecting bits of pieces of, like, documents, and they're turning things over, and they're looking at the generator, um, and you see them like write something down in their own little thing, and they put it back in a. What did uh, they write down? Um, I'm gonna say that they wrote down uh, potential tampering with the generator, in addition to another line. Is this an that undercover says, fucking inspector? Uh, <laughs> this is just another line uh, that says, um, "Was Mara's door always jammed?" And then a little uh, other thing that says, "Did anyone know?" With like several, <coughs> several question marks. Um, but they, they, yes. they put it back. <laughs> they drop it. There's a floating pencil. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna say it is like you fly over and you do that, and then the person in the bunny suit looks up and sees Kit. Essentially, sees what they think is Annalise, and they put the pad back in their little pocket. They pause. And they take something else out, and they hold it in their hand. You can't quite see it. And they put it on the ground, and they lift their hand up, and it's a little, um, it's a, it's a little brightly colored Easter egg. And they get up, and they, like they, walk, they walk back on set out of the trailers with Kit going, Hey, wait, where, where, are, you going? where are you doing? And they just walk past. They keep going, and they, they move they moved to a different uh, populated area <laughs> as if nothing had happened. He did it. Wait, he... There's no way the there's no way the bunny Easter did not make eggs. Touch it. See if it's real. Uh Kit's gonna go over and pick up the egg and uh, just kinda shake it. And it kinda sounds like a maraca. Like this is fake this is from the costume department. I'm pretty sure that is from the costume department. Inspector? Uh, we don't have inspectors. No one would... Talked about door jams, the, that the generator may be sabotaged. Would any of your friends put on a bunny suit and start detectiving? I can't... Don't look at me, you're right, but still. <laughs> Maybe me. No one else. Wait, Alicia would too. Okay, um, do you think it was, do you, do you think it was one of them? Do you think if I called their Too name tall. that they would, re- so, who would go out of their way to specifically investigate like this? What's the... Police? Maybe? 
Well, it looks like, uh, and she kind of looks out and she's like, ah, oh, she's like, ah, oh, fuck. Already gone. <coughs> Considering everything crazy that's been happening, uh, and the fact that that costume is on loan from the studio down the road, they could just be wandering around. Though that would be a little far-fetched, especially since they were investigating and it just looks around. What's definitely another crime scene. Did anyone get hurt? Our fault. When you say our fault... Big Wolf started fire. I got crushed, but it wasn't me. You're not going to tell me werewolves are real too, right? Because I can only deal with so many supernatural... Ellipses. Man. Vampires are real. So why aren't werewolves the same? I don't have an argument against that. Um, should we follow her? Yes. Him? The bunny? Hold stuff. Hold stuff. <laughs> okay, she's gonna, she's gonna hold on to the, the pad of paper on the pad. You're, you're just gonna fly after her? Well, I can keep up, but if I keep approaching with the flying everything... Okay. They'll eventually notice, especially because I wrote yes in the little notebook. Yeah. Okay. So roll sharp. And I'll say take a plus one because you're looking for a giant ass bunny. You know what? You I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah? I'm going to use a luck point. You're going to use a luck point? I'm going to follow that bitch. So you follow them and uh, they make a wide, like, set of detours and they move through several buildings. They are obviously trying to lose. Um, whatever is tracking them. Um, you can't do it. Though, in not like any sort of like specific way. Honestly, it's a bit mid. But they, um, they, they make their way around some of the, uh, I'm going to say like maybe the writer's trailer. And then they go through the art department and they go through electric and, you know, maybe the You're people move things around. And, uh, You're not doing a good job. A, they make that, that circle around the, the, the medic station. But they, You're just they making yourself tired. Away. And then they head back to the costume department. Uh, and you can hear them breathing really, really heavily. And you can, in fact, hear a woman's voice. She says, Ooh, this is harder than I thought. Still, I can probably get used to this. Um, hopefully though, I only have to do this once and then he'll be out of my hair. Um, where did I put the, where, where did I put the zipper on this costume? I guess so. Just, just spin around a little bit. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna try and just look for it. And we'll need another charcoal. This one will be hot. Never mind. I was so close. Yeah. I got a nine. Yeah. That was close. You find the zipper. Um, and then you go to kind of just like get it a little bit out. Just just for the, just for the sake of helping them. Because, uh, you know, you want to know who it is. Yeah. Uh, and then it gets stuck. And then they find it. And they're like, oh, thank fucking Christ. Oh, no. I wonder. I Has wonder. the suit always gotten stuck like this? He's gonna try like put his face through the mask. You've never seen this person before. Um, at some point, they managed to like rip the mesh out of uh, the mouth, and um, you can see them kind of just like sit down for a second and like take out the notes that they were writing down, and uh, they look at the yes. They're still kind of very, 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 very. Yeah, but I weird. guess not impossible. Um, okay, uh, leans back in like a just a, a regular ass metal chair. What are you thinking about? <laughs> Come she, on. she she can't hear you, but no, she I does, know. She does say out loud. She says, "Okay, if I wanted to frame somebody for murder, no. <laughs> if I wanted to." So I don't have a motive. When detectives look for things, they usually have motives, right? Um, maybe I should just call them. No, I can do this. I can do anything I think about. Um, and nobody needs to know that I put on the costume to do it. Uh, she gets up. She says, there's got to be something somewhere. I just have to... And they pace for a little bit. 
and then they just kind of like stop pacing and they move around to one of the corners and she says, why the floor feel weird here? Is mm-hmm. it, she like puts her foot down with like the little bunny paw. Yeah. Uh, and you can hear like plastic crinkling under the carpet and specifically this area. Mm-hmm. Why is the carpet loose? Open. She like pulls at the carpet a little bit and she could like pull one of the corners back the hell is in here and there is um a lot of thick tarp plastic underneath which is this is usually what happens before you see a dead body underneath which is several different tools that would in general be used to potentially harm and kidnap someone though from what you can tell it doesn't look like they've been recently used like these these are real uh, I need to okay all right okay all right uh, I have to get to my cell phone um, did I put this where did I put this up I left it back at my desk oh god okay all right we regroup uh, I'm gonna find somebody to find some scissors to cut this off and then kind of tools I will there, bring by someone the way. back there so there's definitely uh, there's some rope, there's some duct tape, there's some knives, there's a uh, substance with a rag that's most likely some form of chloroform, in addition to the uh, the massive amounts of plastic that all seem to have been laid out very flat underneath this carpet in specifically the corner of uh, the uh, this this costume like closet. It's more the size of a walk-in closet. Uh, I'm thinking about trying to cut it out. Yeah. Well, let's give it a let's give it a, a hot minute. That's what I'm um, gonna do. Wait a minute. Uh, Duncan. Duncan. You said you were gonna go talk to the um the coast guard that was in the in the park. Mm-hmm. Okay. You make your way in there, and they kind of like they, like I said they float around. Um, they kind of have a Dr. Robinson float about them, though Dr. Robinson's looks a little bit more deliberate. This seems dazed uh, of its own accord. How do you approach them? Because they don't really react when you come to them. Uh, how many classes were they able to attend when they <coughs> went to Harvard? When they went to Yale? Yes, that one. Um... It happened so quickly that you guys actually didn't attend any classes. It's happened over the course of a couple of days. Okay. They they don't realize I approached them. No, they don't really react. Excuse me, can I have a moment of your time? I guess. I suppose you weren't doing much with your time then. You look a little out of it. I don't remember what I was doing a little while ago. <coughs> very new. In a weird way. Yeah. Uh, has there any been any strange phenomenon that you would want to tell me about? Uh, strange and compared to... Sorry, I don't have a lot of things to compare things to. I, um... I mean, are you used to working a normal life, or are you used to more of the paranormal life? I can only remember the last five minutes. The uh, last five minutes? And I don't think I mean, like, it, oh, every five minutes it peaked. I think I mean I've been uh, thinking like this for the past five five minutes. If I was someone else, um, or if I was somewhere else, uh, I don't have that information anymore. Very weird feeling. I feel very empty, but I also feel very relieved. Can you help? I could lead you to people who can help. Okay. I mean, uh, the person that I saw was very nice, but they're, uh, they seemed kind of busy and a little sweaty. Yeah, I suppose I should take you to my friends so then we can possibly help you out. 
Because your phone has a password lock on it. Alex's phone? Yeah. Probably not, because he's not really that secretive. Okay. Uh, he's then immediately going to call Alicia because he knows Alicia's Luke's body. Yeah, she's okay. one of the favorites. Yeah. Yeah. She got I'll say Luke probably has her. Because this okay. is this is probably where um uh, Margaret regrettably uh uh gets told uh that there's a, a car being charted her way and and it it's already got an address in it. Although not uh very keen on it, she will get in there. It's not even technically a hospital, it's like a off to the side urgent care. So it's probably right around when that car kind of like sweeps down the road that uh, you do get that call from uh, uh, the number it, uh, it shows up on the phone to Alex. How many hearts does it have? It has the little heart face emoji on it, but it's actually just a it's a it's just a simple little just the one. Um, that surprises me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's also if you had to look in the favorites. Uh, there's, uh, there's mom, um, there's best friend, uh, there's Alex, the little heart emoji, there's, uh, wizard boy, and there's dunk, D-U-N-K. What do you, uh, what do you want to say on the, uh, conversation, uh, from, uh, Duncan to Luke? Duncan's literally gonna be like, I have a person that we need to help, and Luke's gonna be like, Okay, is it related to the situation at hand at all? And Duncan's gonna be like, yes. Yeah, they they seem like they don't quite know uh, where they are or what the best judgment call is. Alright, well, I don't know what their ne- our next course of action is going to be. I can't find myself, and I can't find really looking for myself when I found a completely different person. So I don't even know if it would be a smart idea to drop them off with you and then continue looking for myself or you look for me. And Luke's just gonna be like, one thing at a time. We need to find you. That should be the priority. Alex's mom also gets a message that uh, apparently um, uh, Alicia is awake. I'll say that's from from Margaret. And this is Alex's phone. Alex's phone, yeah. Okay. Or who is Alicia's phone? Alicia's phone. That's what it is. Luke's gonna hold that thought and quickly text her and ask the uh, her if they're in the same room. Uh, get a thumbs down. Are you in private rooms? Uh, says yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say. Can we bring you someone to watch while we go look for Duncan's body? You get the go-ahead that um, everything should be fine back here to go look for Duncan. Um, okay. Alex. Oh, my God, this woman like a fish. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped too far. I have another minute to wait before that. Okay, um... Where did we leave you? We left you in the costume room, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Watching her. Wondering what she's gonna do, apparently. Standing there, stuck in a uh, pink Easter bunny suit. Tapping her foot against the ground. Uh, makes a little padding sound. Um, and she just puts, like, you know, arms folded, uh, one finger to the uh, little rabbit chin. She says, uh, okay. There should be a phone outside one of the one of the PAs has gotta have a phone. I should be able to just borrow it, or I could find a landline. Okay, all right. As you clap your hands together, says this will be fine. It'll be totally okay. There's no problem. Uh, uh, and she's gonna walk out of the uh, costume room and uh, immediately get confronted by somebody. Uh, and it's, it's Tony. He says, uh, Fuck you, Tony. Hey, uh, Skips, we've been looking for you. And she goes into that, like, method of 
physical gesturing where she no longer speaks the way mascots tend yeah. to. Uh, just waves her hands, kind of like, yeah. Um, hey, listen, there's been an accident on set, uh, and I've been telling people that they gotta go home. Uh, and you're probably also going to want to drop that costume off back at the original set. So if you want, I can uh, I can come with you. And uh, <laughs> just shakes shakes her big bunny head. The, the ears go flapping. Uh, Terry says, "You sure?" Uh, and you look over. Uh, is someone says like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, they're with me." Um, I was actually gonna uh, walk them back. We needed the bunny for a little bit, and it's Tony who goes, "Oh, hey, you were. Wait, weren't you one of the huge guys that was by before?" He's like, "Uh, yeah. Um, but I came came here for them. Um, they need the the suit back at uh for one of the uh the kids functions that's going on. I think it's some writer's kid, uh, Michael." What is Duncan's regular plus to charm? Regular plus to charm? Yeah, what what is what is their plus to charm on their stats? Oh wait, is this the fucker who had Duncan's body? This is Duncan's body. And they're not like acting animalistic to, at all. He's like trying to fucking grab it. <laughs> Give it back, you son of a you just charm, it's zero. If it's manipulate someone, it's plus three. It's, ma- it's manipulate someone for a plus three. I'm going to use, uh, oh, you know what? I'll use Evan's dice. That's a ten. Tony just kind of uh, scratches his head from underneath his little security cap. He says, uh, okay, well, I mean, honestly, it's been it's been a long day, and this is a, a temp kind of position. Um, but uh, he, he turns back to the uh, bunny person. He says, uh, uh, be careful out there. Um, try to keep yourself out of the sun. It's getting kind of hot. Um, I'm going to go back to my station. I'm not going to probably sleep. <laughs> Give me back, Duncan. Uh, did you say to go back to work and go to sleep? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he turns on his heel and uh, walks away. And you hear the, the bunny talk again. He says, you're with uh, the others, right? And Duncan takes a long time and says, yes, I am. No, no, no. Uh, and, uh... I am fine. There are weapons in here. I am close <laughs> to stabbing you. <laughs> you gotta go ahead and do it, I guess. Are you done eating, Douglas? Yes. Would you like to play game? No. Okay. I, this was, that was just a genuine question. Uh... I don't know. I didn't think I'd make it this far. <laughs> what would I be doing? Because I'm stuck in Lilith's body. Or since you... Uh, oh, wait. No, I'm going to take this moment to do something else. Okay. Have your little chat. I'm going to be rooting through the pockets. You're going to be rooting through your pockets? Uh, her pockets? Someone has a gadget on them. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone has a little toy. Okay. It's a clever idea. I know what you want to do. But you can't do that no. specifically. But roll um, a plus cool. Do not get noticed. And I'll let you see if you can get a hold of it. Mm. That's my first cut. He's not looking at anything. This is an eight currently. Well, if you want to take a second to think about that, um, we can actually... Uh, How many luck points do I have left? <laughs> well, you have this one anyway. <laughs> this is so many! Now, what? You just have three more. For the rest of your life. <laughs> no. Well, kind of. Well, what's the point? In the future, I'm going to lose them all anyway. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. So, okay. What's what's the intended goal of this role? Because the luck point, um, you don't tell me how it goes. I, I tell you how it goes. The intention is to get the device out. Oh. First. Then it... Definitely. It doesn't even make a sound when it hits the ground. Um, that means I dropped it. You did drop it. I'll say not even Bunny Lady notices. And the rabbit replies, oh, fantastic. There's actually some stuff um, that I found in the Blackberries. Can you show me? He's going to start filling with the thing. 
that 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 reaction was way too much. I'm going to use those tools, and I know what they are. Uh, <laughs> if not, I'm about to hit them in the head with it. You've got the right spirit. Um, he is a spirit. I've seen how this thing works. You need the warmth of another human body for this to work. Wait, wait a minute. The swap that has to happen. No, has... I've got this. Okay. I'm going to roll it in front of her. <laughs> She's a detective. She's going to pick that shit up and mess with it for a moment. Pretending that you're a detective, but yes. Pretending or not, curiosity is still there. That's, uh, that's even better because if you if yeah. you make sure she noticed it a hundred percent, she'll do what I did. Fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. are in my mind. <laughs> um, so uh, it, it hits her foot because Duncan is actually the one that goes in first. Yeah, Duncan's body. Um, Duncan's body. Uh, and it hits her foot. And she's like, what? What is egg? What is this? And she picks it up. She kind of fiddles with it a little bit, and. You hear Duncan's body say, did you say it was somewhere back here? And she's like, yeah, it was in the corner. He's like, I can't seem to find what you're looking at. It looks like it's all just carpet and costumes. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll be in in a second. Um, I hope he... Fuck it. Uh, she puts it in her pocket, uh, and she heads into the, uh, the wardrobe room. <laughs> um, we're going to pause on that. We're gonna pause on that because I don't want it to just end there. I'm um, glad. And give me an alteration stuff. Even was right. <laughs> Always right indeed. Those those are evens. There's one other thing that um, Alex, you notice happens uh, uh, before she kind of just like stuffs it in her little velvet pocket. Yeah. Which is, she doesn't get all of it in her pocket. Which doesn't quite make sense, because it's one object. Uh, and then you see one of the fins that's on the side fall onto the ground. Uh-oh. That, and you're also pretty sure that you heard chuckling by the door um, to the actual art department room. Um, somebody else might have been watching. Bing, 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 bong. 